2: isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie
1: Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Sing isn't believing. Believing is singing.
0: Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tiz the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas and Halloween spirit alive 365 days a year, and the month of October. That gelled really well. I'm Julia.
1: I'm Anthony.
0: I'm Tom, and I want to suck your blood. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho.
2: It going, That's guys. the worst thing I've
0: done all day.
1: <laughs> it is, guys. I'm at y'all. I'm in Aruba right now.
2: <gasps> it looks very Arubian behind you. That white door really right makes it look beachy. It's very beachy. It's so nice of you to take time out of your busy relaxing schedule to ep- to pull an episode of this Podcast Halloween Edition. E-
1: you know, I never want to disappoint our listeners. Speaking of which, Tom, I have something. <laughs> that was Speaking a bad of segue. Which, I need that. I didn't let mean it me like launch into how you. Oh, Speaking of which,
0: our Tom recorded our book last week, and it was awful. Just
1: kidding. I well, it's funny you said I was bringing up the book. You recorded the wrong chapter.
0: I recorded chapter thirty-seven, which is what the list said. It says thirty-six, man. <laughs> mm don't think so. Go look. i deja <laughs> vu because
2: this is exactly what happened with the first chapter that he recorded. You thought he recorded the wrong one. Because I, I the had the to. One that was on the list.
1: So I was already, I was editing it. I was like, well, because first of all, my first red flag was when you said you like the character of Seamus. And I was like, I don't think Seamus is not the chapter. But well, okay, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. And then I listened to it like the night before when I was putting it together.
0: Anthony. Anthony, can you please open Discord right now? Because you did it to me again. <laughs> was that I me need again? I need you to go to again? Discord right now.
1: Okay. Oh, no. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I did you're it in, again. You're,
0: you're in Discord, correct?
1: Yes. In fairness. Julia,
0: will you please open Discord as well? Oh my and gosh. please read to me well, well, line we're number we're... 40.
1: Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. But check the edits. I changed it when I got somebody to do 36. You were originally 36. I thought I thought there was a conversation.
0: I don't see any edits in this. It has me down for 37. When I went to record, it says chapter 37, October 4th. Oh, I had the wrong date. But anyway, I recorded what was in the spreadsheet.
1: Either way, either way, I had, I admitted in another Christmas story, it was my screw up. I told people that, not yours. Uh, so I scrambled and got our friend Matt Spaulding to read 36. And oh. I, com- I combined you and Kim together for chapter 37. Since there was a split in that chapter anyway. So I had her read the first half, you the latter half. Anyway. I just wanted to bring that up. That I, I, I bring this up because I was talking about I don't
0: want to disappoint listeners. so this Oh, is my crud! Rap- it was me on 36. <laughs> well you should have just pinged me i would have read
1: 36 i felt too bad at that point it was like the day before it was due and i was like
0: i would have done it anyway <laughs> so you decided to bug matt instead he would have pulled <laughs> was
1: scramble <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i could have done it i am so
1: sorry no no it's okay but i brought i bring this up because i did not want to disappoint listeners so apologies listeners for it being late last week but it's there now. Tom's fault,
0: not mine okay. <laughs> <laughs> We read between the lines, Anthony We see exactly what you're saying
1: <laughs> Oh man How are you guys?
0: My week was going well Until I had my smug sense of satisfaction Correcting Anthony Only to find out that I was wrong <laughs> What have you been doing this week? I don't know what week I'm supposed to be talking about. You're telling me you're in Aruba, but we're recording the week before you go to Aruba. So I'm <laughs> I don't know what to say.
1: <laughs> what have you done this week prior to actually recording?
0: <laughs> you know, uh, spent the weekend. Ellie may Ellie helped me in the kitchen again. We did some more cooking stuff, which is fun. And I just spent some time with my kiddo. We watched the Muppets Haunted Mansion. And? Have, you all, have either of y'all seen it? I have, yes. You didn't like it?
1: It did not live up to my expectations as a Muppet and a Haunted Mansion fan. It fell very short of the trailer for me, and I am so glad this was not on our schedule this year because it would have been rated like the worst Muppet thing we've covered for me, which would probably brought the average down in general. So I'm looking forward to get getting distance from it and watching it again.
2: Ouch.
0: Julia, Mike... From Advent Calendar House.
2: Yeah.
0: Jerry from Totally Red Christmas and I all love it.
2: Okay. All right.
0: So now you've got Anthony's opinion to go in with it and ours. I'm glad you all love
1: this. Just it did not. It, wasn't
0: for, it didn't do it for you. That it happens.
1: Didn't. It happens. I expected, especially since the main characters are Gonzo and Pepe, I really did expect more. I went in with very high expectations. So I, I probably should have had them more. It was cute enough. Like, I smile. Like, even bad Muppets is good Muppets. It just didn't blow me away like Muppets usually do, if that makes sense. And I still can't get past that stupid new Kermit voice, but that's my only
2: problem. Oh, somebody mentioned that. Don't like new Kermit voice, but enjoyed the special overall. Something like that.
1: Yeah, so I I will be curious to see what you think, Julia. I mean, I'm sure it'll end up on our Halloween list next year.
2: Sure. We will be watching it over fall break this upcoming week. Nice. I'm excited.
1: Did either of y'all watch the Star Wars Lego hol- uh, Halloween special they dropped too?
2: I haven't watched that either.
1: It was awful. I agree. That's another one that did not live up to my expectations. I watched both of them back to back. And I was like, oh, this is awful. It was a bad night.
0: The Lego movies are just, in my opinion, they're just being rushed. The Christmas one was good. The Life Day one. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just do a lot. But they had a lot to pull from. I don't know. I just haven't been impressed with most of the new Lego movies. We printed a Sanderson Sisters slash Hocus Pocus puzzle we're getting made. We're doing the weekend before Halloween is Hocus Pocus Weekend. Ooh.
2: That's We now all
0: have Hocus Pocus garb and mugs. And we made a puzzle because we couldn't find a cool puzzle. And we got a Hocus Pocus board
2: game. You mean for the shop?
0: No, for the house, for us.
2: (gasps) Like a whole fest? Is it the
1: one with them above, Around their cauldron on the board game It's like in a box that looks like their book I have that board game I just never played
0: it We're going to play it with Ellie And then we turn this And then we turn this into I'll put it in Discord We turn this into a puzzle And we should have it here by then So we can play it that weekend
2: Do
0: you know how many board games I own that I've never played? Do you know how many board games I own that I've never played? None I I own no board games because I love board games.
2: I love board games too, but like when we go to pick them, we pick the old <laughs> stalwarts, you know.
1: I um. So did y'all see they rebuilt like seventeenth uh, century Salem in like Rhode Island because they're getting ready to shoot Pocus oh, Pocus? It's exciting. So like, I guess yep. they're
0: having more flashbacks, which is awesome. They should keep it built and let me tour it.
1: Uh, I one hundred and ten percent agree with that. How was your week, Julia?
2: Um, it was a good week. Recovering from a cold a bit. Allergies are really hitting here in the great state of Oklahoma. But Hannah and Ethan had their first real marching competition of the season on Saturday, and they got second, and they got outstanding music. So that was great. So that was fun. As they,
1: as they say, first is the worst, second is the best. So really, they came out top winners in that one. Am I right? Who said that exactly? <laughs> you guys you know you guys never grew up with that first is the worst second is the best third is the one with the whatever the chest i've chest. heard that but i've also heard the other one like the treasure chest if you want to do something positive oh. but yeah who
2: wants to do positive
0: no for me it's always first or nothing so no participation don't meadows don't of this have. just kidding i'm just kidding i'm totally kidding
1: my cousin who we do thanksgiving with like he has that big sign. He has six kids. He says, No participation trophies in this house. I'm like, get the heck out of here.
0: See, I'm I'm a very competitive person and I'm trying like not in a bad way. Like you all have competed with me. You know, you seem to compete. But we're trying to re- rear Ellie without that, like as much competitive of a competitive streak. She has so far become a she's been very graceful as a winner and a loser. I am graceful as neither. <laughs> <laughs> You're graceful as neither, Anthony. I, I still
1: want I know Mike Westfall at least. And I know I'm pretty sure maybe you do too, Tom. You have the switch, right? Oh yeah. I still think we should like uh <laughs> because me and Mike Westfall were joking about it on Discord one day long ago, we should like live stream for our listeners like a Mario Kart competition and people can see how it wouldn't be I a get. competition. I know I'd win. I would do laughs around it. But...
2: Wouldn't it just be silent because all the cussing?
1: I mean, if we did it on like Patreon or like That's Twitch true. or something, like
0: that. Really I don't. I don't cuss when I play games because ninety nine percent of the time I'm playing with a five year old, <laughs> and yelling obscenities at a five year old is generally frowned upon in parenting.
1: I curse as much playing Mario Kart as I do driving in real life, and I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it to your imaginations how often that is.
2: Fair enough. <laughs>
1: So Sarah and I saw Scream on the big screen over the weekend, the twenty-fifth anniversary screening. It was nice. It was sold out. First time I ever saw on the big screen.
2: Oh, you didn't see it initially on the big screen?
1: Considering it was ninety-six, I was like (laughs) six years old. (laughs) I haven't seen any of them on the big screen except for the fourth one. So this is it was good. It was cool. It was sold out. It was awesome.
2: When's the last time you've been in a full theater?
1: shang chi venom which don't get me started on that again <laughs>
0: we, we can we not hear that i that,
1: that made me sad i just feel sad i went in with the lowest of expectations and it couldn't even meet that floor you know what also makes me feel sad maybe maybe not
2: that was my segue for you oh i hope nobody is sad from this i already have feelings okay Uh, So tonight, before we
0: jump in, can I ask a general question about Garfield?
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Never really considered it, but I don't understand why a cat who does nothing at all, whose days are every day the same. Why does he hate Mondays? What does Garfield have to hate about Mondays? I get why we hate Mondays. Maybe because John goes to work and isn't around to feed him all day.
2: That's true.
1: It starts, but he doesn't need John
0: work. to feed him. He just helps himself to the fridge and eats the lasagna that's perpetually in the fridge. Well, he's
2: not waited on at all when John's not there, and he does like to be waited on. He does. And isn't that a universal cat thing where cats want your attention, but like they don't want you to know that they want your attention, and they don't want to want your attention, but they do in fact want your attention?
1: Yep, exactly. That is a universal cat thing. Yeah. I uh, uh, Speaking of which, my cat, one more story for y'all over the weekend. So we are going to Aruba, obviously, and lat, my aunt's going to watch our cat. And last time she came to our apartment every day to take care of him, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. we were like, well, that's a lot. So why don't we see how he does at her house? Now, mind you, this cat is eight years old, has never left this apartment for anything. So we decided to test it out over the weekend and we dropped him off. Well, the next day, my aunt calls. You have to come get him. He's like in a state of distress, like because he 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 hated it. So, like, I go over. Sarah's on a hike with Larry. I go over. He's hiding under the bed. I can't get him out for anything. anything. So he, I started laying treats as traps for him, and he started. He just reaches a paw out from under the bed and like pulls the treats under. Bye. And fi- finally, I'm like, finally, I'm like, okay. So I call Sarah and put her on speakerphone. And he comes out for her. I'm like, you traitor. You come out for Sarah's voice over me being here? So he, co- he, comes, he comes out, and he, like, takes a step toward his carrier. So I'm like, he's out. So I go to grab him and put him on his carrier. Nope, this cat digs in, scratches me, and runs back under the bed. And I'm like, mm, Dexter, what the heck? So... Long story short, I had to go home and after Sarah's three hour hike, she went to my aunt's house and uh was able to get him out, no problem. And I'm like, why do why does my cat like my wife over me?
2: What and like all of a sudden, right?
1: I don't know. Dexter and Larry both favor her. Shelley was my baby girl who favored me.
2: Um,
0: I mean, in all fairness, I do too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hmm. Uh so, yeah, my aunt's going to have to come back here because she felt bad for him, too. So, yeah. she'll know it, but, yeah.
2: He's just a homebody, I guess.
1: Yeah, just like cats, just like Garfield, except are when he's not, homebodies. when he wants to get more food. I think indoor cats are if they've never been outside. Other yeah. cats like to explore outside. I guess so. Which I never understood personally because I'd be afraid, like, if they didn't come home one night. Like, oh, they're probably lying dead in a ditch somewhere.
0: Yeah. Gotta love that good old Anthony Caruso positive outlook on life. <laughs>
1: uh, y'all, I have a Garfield question before you get into this. Okay. And I, I love it. Does he... John can't hear him talk, right?
2: You know, I've always wondered that too.
0: It Sometimes it appears that he can. Sometimes he can't. Because half the time Garfield's not
1: even moving his mouth, and it seems like it's all in her monologue. But then other times he's moving his mouth, and like is well, that a thing where he talks to Odie and then just doesn't talk to John? I don't know.
0: I was well, confused. but even when he and Odie talk, or Odie like when Odie and Garfield were talking, where he was convincing him to go trick or treating, Garfield's mouth didn't move. And when Godi got o, Godi, when Odie got <laughs> excited, his mouth didn't move either when he was making noises. So I don't know if necessarily mouth movement is necessary for animal communication.
2: Interesting.
1: You know, there's a, lot to, just, there's a
0: lot to unpack in this episode. I'm
1: just going to throw it out there, throw it out to our 80s animation expert and say, Mike Westfall of Advent Calendar House, let, hit there's us up. You guys, if anyone has to answer to this, you'll know.
2: Absolutely. He's so well-researched.
1: <laughs> he is. He puts our... Re- under research podcast to shame.
2: <laughs> so you've probably sensed we are talking about Garfield tonight, specifically the nineteen eighty-five TV short Garfield in Disguised, also known as Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Just depending on when you saw it first. We've talked about Garfield on the podcast before. However, this is our first Garfield Halloween experience as we've only covered his holiday special, uh, Christmas special. So we are back in the land of Garfield. Um, As such, we are probably not going to cover Garfield histories, but I do want to know, what is your history with this particular special? Uh, Tom.
0: Uh, I don't really remember Halloween without having seen it, or at least having it on my radar, knowing it existed. I remember this from when I was a kid. I remember the music and the weird voice singing that does not sound like Garfield singing to me. (laughs) And uh, I cannot help but think at Halloween when people go talk about trick or treating, I can't help but think candy, 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 candy.
2: (laughs) What about you, Anthony?
0: I remember the special from childhood.
1: Like the Garfield Christmas one, it's kind of fallen off my radar in the adult years just because TV doesn't show it ad nauseum like the Peanuts every year, right? Sadly, they should. Um, I remembered it differently than (laughs) it actually is. For some reason, I remembered more ghosts in it. I don't know why. Uh, But yeah, I sat down and watched it today for the first time in years. Did I like it as much as the Christmas one? Did I like it at all? Stay tuned for our discussion.
2: (laughs) Um, Well, I'm glad y'all had histories with this one. Um, I sure thought I had seen this, but I don't think I've ever seen it. And if I have, I hadn't seen it enough to remember it into adulthood. So um, this one was pretty fresh for me. Uh, And I mean, I'm a Garfield fan in general, so I was happy with it. Though, I'm not even going to hold out for spoilers. It's not as good as the Christmas one. Not by a country mile.
1: 110% agreed with that.
2: So interesting little tidbit here. You mentioned that it's – did you say you used to remember watching it alongside The Great Pumpkin or just in the same space as –
1: no, I remember watching it as a child, not, like, back-to-back, not in the – Like, I just remember watching it as a child, and it fell off in recent years because TV doesn't show it anymore like they show The Great Pumpkin. Right. Like, so they, they didn't, like, meld at all or correlate at all to my mind as a kid. So gotcha. apologies if that's how it came off. Yeah.
2: No, no. It, it was an interesting call-out because this special actually used to run behind the Charlie Brown uh, Halloween special, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, huh. but it no longer does.
1: Which is interesting. Like I, I do wonder, because we talked about this with Garfield Christmas, right? The Garfield Christmas one was up for an Emmy. I think they lost to the um, Claymation animated special, mm-hmm. I think. That came out the this same one? year. The one with the dinosaurs and the hunchback with the bells <laughs> and that
0: Claymation one. The one that didn't hold up nearly as well as <laughs> the one that didn't hold up nearly it as didn't. well as Garfield?
1: Yeah. But the point is, it was nominated for an Emmy. Like, you would think they'd keep showing it every year. I mean, people still like Garfield. They were making live-action movies about him up to a few years ago. I am mm-hmm. I don't know why. I wonder if it's a rights issue or something. I don't know.
2: Maybe. Um, so, quick little synopsis on this one. Um, it's, it is a TV short. It's a 25-minute special, so... Let's stick with short and sweet in our description as well. Uh, When Garfield and Odie are out trick-or-treating, they end up in a haunted house. Um, What happens next? It's not very complicated. Um, We have our same cast and crew we have talked about with our other other Garfield special. So um, Lorenzo Music is back as Garfield's voice. Tom Huge is John Arbuckle. You see John just at the beginning. Um, Odie's He noises. spells his name
0: correctly. He I does. That that back to the he front. does spell it correctly. Nope. T-H-O-M.
2: <laughs> um, Greg Berger is back as Odie's voice. And then we have um, the addition of an old man character who is voiced by C. Lindsay Workman. And he's kind of a scary entity in this particular special.
1: Can I say something about the voice work of Garfield? Yeah. And this may be a bit controversial to people. I'm sure Jerry and Mike may call me out in particular. I prefer Bill Murray's voice in those live action atrocities than I do the animated voice. I think Bill Murray just has a perfect voice for Garfield.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, every time I hear Garfield, I think of Bill Murray. Um
1: yeah, in, in fairness or not, that. this anime of voice isn't far off from how yeah. Bill Murray sounds. In it's the not real, but at all. He, yeah.
2: He is a great replacement for the original voice actor. Um, and then the old man in this one sounded like for a minute I was like, is that James Earl Jones? I don't think so. But it sounded a bit like him. Enough where I Googled I think he would
1: have been, been a lot creepier he if would've. he was James
0: Earl Jones. That's true. That would have been perfect.
2: He's like, pretty creepy though. I mean, perfect. this little special is... It's got some scary to it, especially if you think about younger kids watching it. Um, and speaking of younger kids watching it, I couldn't watch this with Jude, even though I wanted to, because of "stupid" and "idiot" being used so much in it, which I also is an issue with peanuts, which is just funny because it's just a time thing. But
1: I mean, it's like it's like when you watch '80s movies back in the day, right? Like pg movies that would be like hard pg-13 movies nowadays right like right. just the way kids talked and people interacted yeah
2: right
0: yeah absolutely we're fortunate ellie when she sees and hears stuff like that she'll just make comments like oh that's not kind he should not say that to his friends <laughs> whereas i'm like i would have used much more colorful <laughs> <laughs> uh while we're talking about kids i'm gonna go on for a little tangent here you know one of the most um, one of the like Best benefits to covid what ellie is homeschooling and we're supplementing her stuff with a lot of uh, classes throughout school so we're getting to hear the way kindergartners and then like for some of her classes first and second graders interact with each other in a class setting that we would normally not hear and it is amazing it is unbelievable i ended up talking with one of her teachers today and i was just i just told her i was like you have the patience of a saint I don't know how you do this with all these kids. I can't do it with one.
2: Um, So this was directed by Phil Roman. And again, Garfield is written by the great Jim Davis. So let's get into this Halloween special. Um, It was originally called Garfield in Disguise. And if you look for it on certain platforms like Internet Movie Database, you will only see it as Garfield in Disguise. Um, It was later renamed um, to Garfield's Halloween Adventure, which is what it's called if you look for it on Prime, interestingly enough.
1: And I like that name better because it is a Halloween special. It like is. it so it evokes those feelings more. I agree.
2: Um, so it is a ghost story with a pirate theme. And it's it's Odie and Garfield getting into hijinks for a holiday and figuring out what happens. So, question, as I am probably not the biggest Garfield fan. I'm a Garfield fan, but I don't think I have the history with it that some people do. Um the special opens with Garfield asleep in his little box and he wakes up and Binky the Clown is on television. Um Binky the Clown is like freaking scary. He's super scary to me. Was the Simpsons Was there any inspiration in the Simpsons with um who's the clown in Krusty? the Crusty? That's Krusty what I was thinking clown. too. Because he feels That's what I was wondering too. A lot like Crusty. He looked
1: like he uh, did anyone also expect him to come back as like the Halloween villain in this? That clown? A little bit. I totally thought he was yeah. when we saw him. Because he just looked, looked like an evil clown.
2: Yeah, I don't like his face very much. <laughs> but I wondered. I got, real, I got some real Simpsons vibes on that. Um, but it's Binky the Clown that reminds Garfield in his sleepy stupor that, oh my gosh, by the way, today's Halloween and you're going to get candy, 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 candy. candy tonight. Um, so this gets Garfield very excited because was Garfield love? Any kind of food product?
1: Fun fact, chocolate is not the greatest for cats and dogs. So Garfield and Odie would have had all this Halloween chocolate and probably died of intense intestinal problems.
2: I would hope that as a parent picks through their kids candy and takes out the undesirables that John would have done that as well.
1: I don't know because doesn't John hate Garfield?
2: He doesn't hate no.
1: him? No, <laughs> he always came across to me as like if this he cat goes, he's not going to be the most upset.
2: Oh please, he loves him.
0: I never got that impression. I
1: always thought he was. Very, I always saw him as very exasperated with him.
2: Well, he's totally exasperated with him, but like, aren't you? I mean, we're exasperated with our kids lots of times.
0: Julia, how often are you just at the end of the day like, ugh – With any one of your children.
2: (laughs) Most days. Garfield hatches a plan to not just trick-or-treat by himself because that's for total chumps. He's going to take Odie with him because two trick-or-treaters get double the candy. And he's just going to take Odie's candy because, you know, Odie does whatever he tells him to do.
0: Well, he's not going to take... Odie gets a whole piece.
1: You know what? This This is also part... A perfect example of why I prefer the Peanuts to Garfield overall. Snoopy was never this mean to Woodstock. Well, but Snoopy's a different character than Garfield.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: I mean, Snoopy was only mean to that bald blockhead named Charlie Brown.
2: <laughs> Which is his owner.
1: Man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, okay, so we have some, a cute little scene with Garfield and Odie in the attic trying to figure out what they're going to dress up like. Um, I particularly liked when he's throwing a bunch of junk out of a box in Odie's off-screen location, and then we look at Odie and he's all dressed up, and that made me laugh. Because I love this. This is my
1: favorite song at the special, by the way. What should I be? I thought this was a cute. What should fun I song. be?
2: That is a fun song. Mm-hmm. The songs are all nice and short and very sweet, and most of them are earworms.
1: Just like the Christmas one, swear. And I know Julia in particular appreciates the short and sweet songs because oftentimes during these specials, Julia points out how she has the skip button on when the songs go on too long. I had
2: to skip specials. nothing. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, okay, so they decide they're going to be pirates and it is finally time to go out trick-or-treating. So we see Garfield and Odie. They're walking down the street. The color of this animation feels a lot like It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And some of the masks even feel very much like that.
1: <clears throat> very similar.
2: And mm-hmm.
1: very similar.
2: Another cartoon question. So there's a few, I think, three different clumps of, of Garfield trying to tell Odie, "Don't be scared. It's just Halloween. It's all for fun. It's just a mask." And in one of the guys, he pulls the mask off of is Gargamel from the Smurfs. So, like, <laughs> no, like, it really is Gargamel. It looks exactly like him. So, is that just the reusing animated characters or just the fact that, I don't know, maybe they were. I mean, it wouldn't surprise that me. <laughs> or is that, we, is that a multiverse situation?
1: It's probably a multiverse situation. Who knows? The Garfield surprised. of the Smurfs ever crossover?
2: Mm-hmm. If, if I had done my research, I could have. And giving me the answer for that question, but I didn't. Um, <clears throat> so it's at this point, um, there's a few masks they pull off where they really are monsters underneath. So Garfield and Odie are like low level spooked right now, right? But they still really want candy. So this kind of injects a little bit of a little more scariness in the special that I kind of wasn't expecting. Um, This was a pro...
1: (laughs) This seemed for me like a prototype, too. Did y'all ever see... It was in the 90s. I don't know if you guys are Scooby-Doo fans. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. I remember them... Mm -mm. I remember them advertising. That was one of their straight-to-video VHS movies. Late 90s. But they kept advertising it, and this one, the zombies are real. That movie, the monsters are real. It was the first time Scooby-Doo ever did that. And... As a kid, like, even watching as an adult, I'm like, this is frightening for children. Because there's a scene, like, obviously, they've only dealt with imposters, right? But mm-hmm. so there's a scene where Fred is trying to pull the mask off of what he thinks is a mask off the zombie. And it's a zombie's head, and he ends up decapitating the zombie, like pulls the head flat off, oh and skin God. falls off, Are and they you like serious? start throwing the head around. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that movie is terrifying for kids. Like when I watch it, it's still pretty dark for Scooby Doo, but highly recommend. It's like the best thing they've ever done. It was awesome.
2: Oh my gosh! That but for kids,
1: scary. I'll yeah, check that
0: out. We should do it next year. <clears throat>
2: yep. So they're trick or treating, and they've kind of like made good use of all the houses on their side of the river. up. Uh, but guess what? There's actually another side to the river. So Garfield has this genius idea to get into a rowboat, to cross the river, to get to more houses. So they get in the boat. Um Odie doesn't seem to be super jazzed about this. Um, and they end up losing their oars. So they are adrift down the river. Oh, no.
1: And there's a what nice little happen. lesson here because, right, they were ready to go home. They had tons of candy, but they were being gluttons and wanted more. And there's a lesson. It. Like, don't be too greedy. That's
2: right. Don't be too greedy. So they are run aground at an abandoned dock by this rundown mansion. Looks very spooky. Definite haunted house. Like, everybody knows what's coming. Um, so, of course, what do they do is they go in the house. <laughs> Because that's always a good idea.
0: The lights Um, are on.
2: The lights are on. Uh, They find an old man sitting in the armchair. And this is the old man voice that I could have sworn up and down was um, James Earl Jones. I almost said Robert Downey Jr. But that is not, in fact, the three names that I was looking for at the moment. Um, This would not (laughs) have been a
0: good time to have Robert Downey Jr. in a kid's show. Probably not. No, it would not not have have been. (laughs) Different vibe.
2: Different vibe. Um, Okay, so the man man tells us a story that exactly 100 years ago, pirates that are being chased by government troops buried their treasure in the floor of the mansion and signed a blood oath to return for that treasure at exactly 100 years later at midnight, even if it meant rising from the grave as ghosts. And guess what night it is? <laughs> we are a hundred years Isn't into like the future oh, and it no. is the night. So this spooks Garfield and Odie for sure. And they start to leave the house um, when we got problems. That old man is actually not a real person. He appears to have disappeared and he has stolen their boat. And Garfield and Odie are trapped in this very, very scary house. So So he is a
0: real person though, because he was, he was trying to get off the island, right?
2: He was, he rode that boat away.
0: Yeah. So he was real, right?
2: Yeah. I think he's real. Okay. He's just real. I just assumed
1: it was a ghost who got rid of their, uh, one mode of transportation. That's what I thought. He was an evil ghost.
2: Well, so the old man says that he's that 10 year old cabin boy that the pirates had a long time ago. And that's how he knows it is because he saw the pirates make the blood oath and all that stuff. So he's like 100. So this so this guy is He'd 110, 110, years, 110 old? years old?
0: He'd have to be 110 years old. He'd have to be 110 because he was the 10-year-old cowboy. I mean, yeah, he looks pretty
2: old. old, old. I could see that be the cartoon translation of 110. He's pretty scary looking. It doesn't really matter how old he is because we got problems. The boat is gone. And so what do Garfield and Odie see on the horizon all of a sudden as the clock strikes 12? Close.
0: Oh, and so they do what any decent self-respecting person would do and try to stop the clock. <laughs> and one help. of the things I love about this, this time of animation, um, when Garfield's mouth opens, his teeth grow dramatically, right? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, what I liked is when they can stop the clock, they go to hide and, uh, Ugh,
2: and they Odie, in a room of course, with no
1: sneezes <laughs> and Odie sneezes and alerts a ghost to their whereabouts, which is a typical, like, you probably we've probably seen this in a million different movies and cartoons where, like, somebody coughs or sneezes and the ghosts find them. That's but right. I liked it. There's something simple about that. There's something. Yeah.
2: It's very Odie, too. Yeah.
1: Very. O- I love Odie though. Odie was yeah. always Odie's... so cute to me with that tongue rolling Aww. out,
2: and yeah. he's my favorite. I always loved Odie. So, and I always he's like
1: so good. It's he's
0: just a good character. Yes,
1: he and he's it's a dog, right? It's a yeah. dog. Cause no matter how mean Garfield is to him, Odie wants to be his best friend, and like be his be there for him which is it's like up right
2: yeah
1: doug why are you still here you are my friend and i love you like after he just totally yelled at him like that's a dog thing
2: it's a dog thing (laughs) so the ghosts spook them so what do they do they make a run for it um and there's no boat anymore because the old man took it and so they jump into the water when garfield immediately realizes this was a terrible idea because guess what i don't know how to swim (laughs) So, like, Odie's, like, dog paddling, like, a boss, and Garfield's having some real issues.
1: And then it's Odie to the rescue because of, like always, because Odie ends up saving Garfield.
2: Yes, he does. And so they, they get washed ashore. Odie has saved his life. And guess what? They find their boat as well with the two gigantic bags of candy untouched. So Garfield decides, once they get home. You can have more than just a piece of candy because you, like, saved my life three times tonight. He so. gives him
1: his rightful share, so he half.
2: gives him half.
1: And this is our Lucy moment.
2: Is this our Lucy moment?
1: Because me and Jerry were talking about this, he had me on for a Halloween episode recently, which is really fun. It was mm-hmm. a Halloween that almost wasn't, but we were talking about Linus moments and Linus isn't Linus in the Great Pumpkin. He was, we, which Not we at talked all. about on our show. No, but who has a sweet moment in a Great Pumpkin? It's Lucy when she carries her brother home and tucks him in. That's so we said for Halloween, it's the Lucy moment.
2: That's wonderful. So
1: this, so this is the Lucy moment of the episode where Garfield. Gives Odie his rightful share of the candy. That's right.
2: That's excellent. Good job, guys. Um Thank you.
1: Totally right. Christmas. You will get your fifty cents in the mail for that copyright, uh, <laughs> copyrighted uh, term.
2: Um, and then the end of the special is Garfield turning the TV on to watch a little television before he drifts into sleep, and it's that old man that stole their boat, wearing a pirate hat. And he happens to be hosting an all-night pirate movie festival that night. Garfield decides, "I think I'll just go to bed," and turns it off. The end. The end.
1: It would it would have been creepier if he like opened a newspaper and saw that old man like had died, and he was dead the whole time.
2: <laughs> or oh, the clown came back, which he never does.
1: I was 100% expecting him to cuz that clown was too evil and he was on screen for a while for such a like a cameo part. I thought no. the clown they were going to run into the clown.
2: You think? He was super creepy. So, thoughts on this Halloween special with Garfield? Tom, you go first. <laughs> did you watch it with Ellie? I did. Okay. I did you like it? Kind of to scare
0: her not at all she was not okay. frightened by this at all okay um i don't know how attentive she was to it either though to be honest yeah. um i didn't love it i didn't hate it but i didn't love it
2: yeah
0: i didn't like it as much as i thought i remembered liking it
2: yeah
0: um There were some funny parts that I didn't catch when I was a kid or um, when I watched it until Julia told me like Gargamel, I had to go look at a picture and sure enough, there was Gargamel. Uh, But would I watch it again? Yeah. If it's on, probably not gonna go out of my way to do it though.
2: But you, Anthony,
1: I mean, Tom basically took the words out of my mouth. This was not as um, good as I remember it being. I I didn't hate this special by far. It brought a lot of nostalgia to me. I like the animation style. Like you said, it reminded me of The Great Pumpkin. And it reminded me of early Simpsons, right? Uh, But, and it was Halloween-y, which we we can, again, we've talked about before. There isn't a lot of Halloween Halloween stuff. So I appreciated that. But the Story was lacking for me The songs were good It was good spending time with Garfield and Odie But story-wise, I mean It can't even compare to that Amazing Christmas special With um, the box full of letters For Grandma and that sweet moment With Garfield Laying on Grandma's lap while she's in the rocking chair I mean, that's iconic When I think of Garfield, I think a lot of people Even if they were fans of the cartoon Think of Garfield and Grandma in that special
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely
1: So, I mean, again, I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a lot better than a lot of modern cartoons, right? It was nominated for an Emmy, so obviously people liked it back then. But, I mean, the peanuts are my holidays. Garfield, this doesn't compare to It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And I know people got into a debate on our Twitter page how these are just iconic and just as good as the Charlie Brown specials and... Maybe if you grew up on these specifically more than the Charlie Brown ones, the nostalgia factors into that, right? Mm. But Maybe? N- not for me. Like, Charlie Brown and Snoopy, like, those are the holidays for That's me. That's hollow, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just echo what Tom said again. I won't go out of my way to watch this one, but if it's on, I won't turn it off. And I do think this and the Christmas one and the Thanksgiving one should get more play. Yeah, because we, I'm always up for more holiday content, especially more classic ho- holiday content. So, I wish CBS. I mean, this would, if they paired this with the Great Pumpkin every year, I would totally leave on for that hour. Yep. They, they, they would make a good pairing. But I don't know why they don't. For sure. But yeah, yeah. What about you, Julia?
2: Um, exactly what y'all said. So I don't have the nostalgia for it. So I don't have that whole. I remembered this being better. <laughs> I think my answer would be I thought it would be better based on the Garfield I do know, which is primarily the Christmas special, um, didn't realize how high of a bar that Christmas special really set when it came to content, because it is, by comparison, this is not even on the same playing field. Um, but we also don't go to Halloween for sentimentality and feels, so I get it. Um... It made me feel very childhood nostalgic, even though I didn't specifically watch this when I was a kid because, again, the animation style just made me feel very comfortable and happy. Um, But it's a cute little story. I own it now, so we will watch it in the season. Um, It was
1: on YouTube for free.
2: I didn't know that. And I didn't take the time to look. I just saw it was on Amazon Prime, so I bought it because it was Dollar ninety
1: nine. I mean it's not in fairness, it's not a bad one to own, especially because I'm sure this is like what, like a dollar, three dollars or something.
2: Right, exactly. So I'm I wish it got play on television more because kind of like y'all said, if it came on, I would stop there and just let it ride. So
1: um I'm gonna echo what you said, Julia, as well. Like this animation style is a total comforting style. I miss this style of animation. The imperfect—you can see the flaws. It's a little grainy. I miss that though. Yeah. I I, I hate so, like Paramount Paramount Plus remade the Rugrats um, on their streaming service, and it's like. The weird 3D digital style, and I hate that style. It loses so much charm. Go back to the late 80s, early 90s anime. That's my animation style for yeah. cartoons. It's also why I've been hesitant to throw Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas on the list, because I loved Once Upon a Christmas. The stories in Twice Upon a Christmas are good, but that animation is going to drag it down for me, because it's so yeah. distracting at times.
2: It is distracting. Like, they shouldn't be shiny. I don't like that.
1: No, I much prefer and I know it's this animation's not for anyone everyone either but that older school Mickey animation they do now with Mickey Donald and Goofy where they have the um like they're really 2D. It's like the yeah. really old like 50s look for them. Yeah. I much prefer that look to
0: the 3D CGI look.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do too.
0: Well, I just watched one and I'm trying to find out what it was called. I'll have to go back and look. Uh Yeah, it's that style. It's the Mickey Mouse Halloween Spooktacular from 2017. And it looked like Ren and Stimpy to me as I was watching it. Yeah. They do things that are like Ren and Stimpy-esque.
1: Oh, see, I prefer that. That's not my favorite style of animation, but I prefer that to the 3D weird.
0: Like Mickey's Clubhouse? You've probably never seen that.
1: I've I've seen it with my cousin's kid. I'm so
0: sorry for you seeing that.
1: I Yeah, that's a style I don't
0: like, though. <laughs> um, I don't either. I like this until they start doing things with their mouths or like with Goofy. Every time they show Goofy, Goofy just looks like he's from Ren and Stimpy. If you go look at his face and then look at Ren and Stimpy, you'll see what I mean.
1: That's coming back to TV, too. New season. Really? Uh, anyway, I digress.
0: Well, of course it is, because we've run out of clever, creative new ideas.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Hey, Hollywood, if you're listening... I'm, I'm willing to negotiate on another Christmas story. Ooh. So hit me up. Yes, please. <laughs> Just give me Tom and Julia cameos in the background. Fly us out to set. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to your point, Julia, I know we don't watch Halloween for the feels, right? Halloween mm-hmm. specials for those feels. But good Halloween specials, I do think, make us feel something. Like, look at Hocus Pocus. I should. Who is not, like, emotional at the end when Binks dies yeah. and, you know, he comes back or and or... Or, I don't know, a lot of those movies do, the good ones, the good scary movies do have, the good Halloween content do have an emotional type of moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're not as strong as Christmas Linus moments, but they're also Mm. not, like, devoid of emotion either. No, they shouldn't be. This one, for all it's like, you're not getting those Christmas feels you get from the Christmas special, but it does have Garfield and Odie's sweet moment at the end, too. So I'll give it that. So I remember we all gave the Christmas one a 10. We did. For the record. I think I'm going give this one a 5.5. I'm going to go a 6.
2: Uh, I think I'll echo the 5.5 there that Tom gave it.
1: Which is 5.67. So I think that's very fair for this episode. Yep. It's for kind of what special. we said, like it's okay i'll be curious to see what especially kids from the people who grew up in the 80s early 90s think of the special so i'll be curious to see what jerry d and mike westfall and all the listeners in that age bracket think of the special do they have more nostalgia for it do they like it more than us like
0: i'll be curious and where can they let us know that uh they can write us a letter tie it to a pigeon's tie it to a pigeon. (laughs) And throw it into the ether, or try putting it in a bottle and throwing it into a water source that goes to the ocean.
2: Or if they like technology and pre- prefer not to do either of those things that require actual writing with their hands, they can go to tisthepodcast.com/backslash Twitter, Facebook, Facebook group, Reddit, any of the social medias that we're on, Instagram, um, and chime in there. Um, Anthony does an amazing job at putting up social media posts for every episode we cover. So just find the picture. Comment on that bad boy, I'm sure you will not be the only person. Um, if you like this Halloween thing and you want to dig a little deeper into Tiz the Podcast doing Halloween content, maybe not just restricted to the next few weeks in the past few weeks here on the main feed, there's other places you can find other Tis the Podcast content. Tom, you want to talk about that?
0: Yes, it's called Patreon. Tis slash Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you get additional content. And if you give more, you get more. So people who decide to donate uh, more you know, or up their donation, like our good friend Mike Westfall, will have some stuff coming to the mail, coming in their mail soon.
1: And if you want even more free podcast content, every Thursday we drop another episode, or at least we will be until December 23rd of this year. Because I wrote a Christmas book called Another Christmas Story, and awesome folks like Julia and Tom and Jerry D of Totally Right Christmas and Todd Killian of Christmas Clatter and our awesome listeners read a chapter of said story, and we drop it every Thursday in your feeds. So check those out.
2: We have more exciting stuff coming up. For the remainder of Spooky Month, right? Two weeks left, so we have some more exciting stuff coming up next week. We're all really excited about because we get to talk with friends. We are covering the original Halloween from 1978 with our buddies from Film Strip Podcast, Ron Hogan, aka President Hot Dog, and Jay Skipworth, as well.
1: That'll be a lot. Of, that'll be a lot of fun because those guys are horror aficionados, and I think this specific movie is like in their top movies ever i think they are both love this movie so
2: nice and i have never seen this halloween in its entirety
1: i mean it's a classic and the week after that which kind of rounds off spooky month and kicks off november like it's on the cusp it drops november 1st is santa claus conquers the martians which i know people have been expecting for a while now they've been surprised it uh i know jerry d made a comment he's surprised it took us as long to get to it because it's that one has a reputation right that one everyone's heard of even if they have never seen it
2: <laughs> it does have a reputation and i can't believe we'll be in november
1: i know one might say that's a bit spooky,
0: spooky.
1: like seriously if you want to scare consider the fact there are only 1656 hours until christmas
2: Sixty-nine days, y'all.
1: Nine weeks. We are in the double digits. Well, oh, no, the single, the single, the single digits. And we are only nineteen days from Halloween, so I hope everyone has been picking out their Halloween costumes and planning their Thanksgiving menus and started their Christmas shopping because, oh
2: my gosh, <laughs> everything's about it. to. S- <laughs>
1: Everyone's Everything's about to snowball from here. It's that time of year, right? Where we wish we could slow down, but it's not going to. It's only going to get faster.
2: Yeah, like a puppy
0: is due next month. Oh
2: my goodness. That's so exciting. Did I tell you her name? Well, you said if she's a blonde, she'll be Dolly Parton. Okay, I already, I already shared yeah, this with the podcast. If she's a brunette, she'll be then. Luna Lovegood. And I hope she's blonde, because I think you need a Dolly Parton.
1: You are going to go through the fun... Uh, <laughs> I am... Christmas will be interesting this year when I decorate with a seventy-pound puppy running around that tree in a very small apartment. I'm almost, I'm dreading it, and at the same time, I can't wait to decorate. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes.
2: All right, y'all. We'll do your homework. Get excited for next week when you'll hear some voices in addition to ours, and um, we'll be back.
1: Bye, bye, y'all
0: there's so many sides to me I could be handsome or brave a king or a slave it's all up to me so what should I be what could I be what should I be I could be a scary vampire and turn myself